Looking for a way to reduce your carbon footprint and make a positive impact on the environment? Look no further than Lightfoot Company. Our refillery and sustainable home goods store in Savannah, Georgia is dedicated to helping you reduce your use of plastic and single-use products. From reusable water bottles and bags to bulk eco-friendly cleaning products and personal care items, we have everything you need to live a more sustainable lifestyle. Plus, our friendly staff and knowledgeable staff is always available to help you make informed choices and find products that are right for you. So why wait? Visit Lightfoot Company today and start making a difference. Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. This is Andrew Duke, and you're listening to the Free Pizza Podcast. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have the wonderful, amazing, that blonde girl, Vicky Vassar. Yep. Yes, I say it correctly? Vassar. Vassar. God dang it. It's, no, you're technically correct. Technically. Because it's French, and the original version is uh, Le Vassour. Le Vassour. From Quebec area. Le Vassour. Yes. Yeah. Oh, from so Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it... it it's like France, Canada, and then down through New York area, and then up around to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. No way. So, Which is where you're, you were right. born. And then, you know, the name gets butchered <laughs> through the generations. So you call you know? me out? No. Oh. No. You said butchered when I was playing. <laughs> you saying a French accent? Oh. You saying a French accent? No. <sighs> no. I, uh, I was the bane of my high school french teacher's existence the poor man he <laughs> suffered with me so much and he still uh, loved me at the end of it that's amazing shout out to french <laughs> yo vicky we go back quite a ways i mean i've known you for years mm-hmm. but like as far as like it's like we ran in the same circles yeah, constantly so yeah, yeah but I, we yeah. don't hang yeah we don't hang but we know a lot of the same people and yeah. then you know my best friend's brother and i saw you at sika Hanging tree guitars, mm-hmm. and yep. I don't know who went to the other first. But I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I had to stare at you for a second. <laughs> yes. and I was like, "Is that Daniel?" I haven't seen him in like three years. I don't yes. know. <laughs> yes, it's like, "Oh my god!" I remember you. Oh yeah. my, where you been? You been to Winston? Yeah. Um, did you live in High Point ever? Yeah. yeah no, did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's this little like neighborhood that shugart homes threw in off of 311 it's called ashbrook and i lived there for the longest oh freaking time you weren't far from me no is it north maine yeah yo i lived off do you remember hmm, you know the honda the honda red building was at yeah. the end of 311 yeah it's not far from the speedway gas station mm-hmm. i lived on the behind that building going down oh Ingles, god Ingles okay yeah. Yeah. yeah i was dating a guy for a while that lived back that general yeah. General direction. Yeah. Everyone listening is probably like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yes. Anyways, me and High Point. <laughs> high Point. High Point kids. Um, but no, you're a visual artist. You mm-hmm. <laughs> paint, graphic design, do murals, um, little illustrations. Uh, I haven't done a mural yet. Wait, oh, you're part of a mural project. Right. Oh, okay. I read that and I thought, yep. okay. Yep. Yet. Nobody's let me paint on a wall yet. Oh, gosh. But you're part, are you part of the. 
I, so that kind of stems into the bus project thing. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. We're going to get into that. Um, but yes, tell us a little about yourself and where you're from, and we'll go from there. I am 37. I'm from the, the age. You give us the age. Yeah, why not? No one ever gives the age. 37. Okay. 37. Um, I'm from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. You know, mm. generally, I was born and raised half my life up there, and then we migrated to pretty much the Ann Arbor area yeah. of Michigan, and I spent another 10 years there, and then we had the economic collapse of Michigan where all the auto you know manufacturers had issues yep and that meant a general trickle down for um people with experience into jobs that people my age would have been holding yep so there was nothing left for people like me oh, really wow and you could try to get a job, but short of working at like McDonald's or Subway or something like that, there really wasn't anything. No. And coming out of high school, I was actually slated to go into photojournalism. No way. That was where I was headed. But cell phones with cameras came out. And <laughs> CNN iReport, where you could just rocket a photo that you took on your cell phone, phone to them quick. through email and photography jobs just started disappearing oh my god and yep that's so insane i ended up down here because y'all had jobs down here so no way so you're did the whole family move uh so myself and my kid and my kid's dad moved down here okay okay gotcha yeah awesome and I'm curious because there are a lot of states and places between here and Michigan. So, was there any particular job in there North Carolina? There was other family here at the time. Okay. Yeah. So they More were support. like, hey, come down here. There's jobs. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And support so, system. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes then sense. I just started building out my own little life. And I was like, oh, I need I need to exist somewhere <laughs> and have some fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And were you in the High Point area first? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Jamestown High Point area. Oh, yes. And then further and further into High Point, um, more towards Winston-ish. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my job for 11 years was in Winston. No way. Yeah. Was that what involved in the arts or did have that come yet? That was the bookstore. That was a bookstore. Okay. Yep. Salem. Yep. Awesome. And at that point, were you dabbling in any of the arts at all or did it... They- when you were a kid at all like did he have any so that that's a fun story and i will give this to you because i've I've made peace with it in my life okay here um, we go exclusive so i went to an arts-based high school right it, okay. it wasn't hugely arts-based but we had a gigantic arts program we had a dark room we had a ceramic studio we did soapstone sculptures mm-hmm. you know all these things that kids don't normally get to do in high school or at least didn't at that time and that era it was like 1999 to 2003 right wow so this is kind of a a new concept and so we go through another 10 years say you know of me graduating whatever not finding a job moving down here i get this job at the bookstore and um my boss at the time was not a kind person oh she, for whatever reason, made me do all my work and her work 
and really didn't seem to care too much about me whatsoever. That sucks. And, you know, it was whatever. It's retail. You expect yeah. to be treated like that. Yeah, honestly, yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So this goes on, and then I started taking photos. Like, I was trying to promote us through social media to try to get more sales and get more interaction with our college community, which we didn't really have a lot of. Yeah. They would just come in during our heaviest time, you know, rush week, which is when all the Beginning. incoming kids are coming. Yeah. And they get to see us all stressed out and just frazzled. And it, it's not really a great experience for everybody, even though you try to make it. So I was like, well, let's pull them back in. Let's show them new products that we get in. And maybe we can get them to come in other times of the year. I'm doing this. And I'm taking artsier photos of the campus and putting them on our social media. Sick. And one day... Um, this boss turns around to me and she's like, well, I don't really think you're an artist. Uh, I, what are you really doing? And I was like, okay, okay, you're right. But oh my that, God. That just pissed me off. Absolutely. And so I started paying more attention to the art world in Winston as a potential artist. Okay. And I was like, where can I... Where can I get in just to show her up? That I'm an artist. And yeah. So I ended up jumping into Delurk's Kitchen Sink show. No way. Which they still do annually. And it's like they take all kinds of new artists and stuff. So I took a bunch of my photos, had them printed, had them framed, and Delurk hung them up. Meg in the gallery. Yeah. And that was like my first thing in a gallery ever. But it also made me feel better and less frustrated and kind of hated her a little less, just a smidge. And, you know, it was it was good. And so that led me to Red Dog Gallery, which is a free organization that artists can join. And they, you know, give certain perks like they'll send you the call for their art shows coming up and they have like i think artists who are with them can set up for free in the art park to vend their art for free yeah that's sick like they give a lot of benefits for artists so i joined them and then it was just a slow trickle further into the art community in winston wow what a way so you showed her first of all yeah hey i'm an artist screw that Mm -hmm. very disrespectful that is awful. <laughs> By the way, I think that's terrible for her to say that. She, she did a lot of worse things, but that was just the one that really hit a nerve for me yeah. personally. So I'm gonna show you. So your first, your first kind of you know experience with artists is photography, mm-hmm. which you know obviously that brings joy to me. That's yeah. freaking cool. Um, so how did it feel being in the gallery? Like the Lurk is an awesome space. So was it kind of? It was cool. Um, yeah. I had done sports photography for my local paper up north, so like I was used to getting a little recognition, but yeah. definitely seeing it on a gallery wall in a gallery gallery a, was fancy for me. Absolutely. Went to the opening, you were like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Let's go. Exactly. That's awesome. So after that, were you really were you really eager to just jump really full force in the art world or I what? Didn't. Okay. No. Yeah. You know, I, I take my time with everything. Like it, yeah. I, I kind of, I let my soul lead me, for lack of a better term. Like if I'm not feeling it, I'm probably not going to do it. Yeah. If I'm really into it, oh, yeah, I'm full force yeah, full into it. Force. 
So I was not completely into it yet, but I did start painting again, like drawing and painting again because of that I like kitchen that. sink show. Yeah. Yeah, so I got you into painting. So. Ooh, I love that. I just started with little things like I did a painting for somebody on a little cheap canvas, and then I painted um, a Pikachu skateboard deck <laughs> for my son, you know, just That's goofy it. little things. Yeah. And then I had an opportunity to come out here to Greensboro and do a pop-up show. Um, it was called No Blank Walls. It was run by Jeff Beck, Beck who had Urban Grinders on Elm oh for a while. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, he took over an old garage, and he was like, we're having a show. And so I painted this weird, like, angelic, religious thing of... Um, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, and their babies at the time. And I made one of the angels like Taylor Swift. And it oh was just God. weird. It was when, you know, Kanye was like, I'm, I'm Yeezy. I'm the next Jesus. And yeah. I was like, Yar? He's like, Really? Okay. <laughs> and he's showing his ass now, too. So, uh-huh. yeah, as we know. So, wow. Um, I'm sorry. Urban Grinders sparked something in me. That was, I thought Urban Grinders was so cool. It was so cool. Down on Elm Street, like, had a great location. Uh, were you ever part of, did you know about karate at UNCG? That no. newspaper? It was an art paper out um, at UNCG, and they used to do their shows there. Okay, cool. Urban Grinders was an amazing, if you listen to this from Greensboro, remember Urban Grinders? Salute. Yeah. Um, I hate that they didn't last. Yeah. Yeah. No. They didn't make it, and they, yeah. they were a benefit to greensboro but i don't think greensboro was ready i have heard that downtown has changed so much yo have you been downtown recently no i haven't it's a different world like okay. if urban grounds were to come now yeah it would blow up it would be insane it was mm. just it was uh, it was ahead of its time yeah even though it was like 2000 what 13 11 yeah like it was off by maybe five years if it would have waited a couple more years <laughs> yeah. it would have been like booming art space coffee and upstairs downstairs they went for a little while to a um to rev mill you know what rev yeah mill is? i remember i went there yeah they were there for a second but they didn't last past that so rev mill also was kind of ahead it is, but I think it's going to survive. Okay. Yeah, Rev Mill's cool. Um, there's a ton of art studios in Rev Mill. It's so cool. A bunch of lofts as well. I think it's what's keeping it alive. It's a bunch of lofts. There's a brewery there. Okay. Yeah, so it's really cool. You can open container. You can actually drink on the campus. Nice. You can walk around and drink. Yeah, there's also some wedding venues there too. It's insane over there. Awesome. Yeah, it's wild. So luckily we have that. But anyways, back to your story. Yeah. <laughs> back to your story. So you're painting. Yep. And you're like, okay, this is sick. So what's going through your head now? He's like, okay, I can maybe I can make this kind of a thing, you know, to offer to the public and not necessarily for like, you know. So the painting was a a dabble thing, you know. I didn't really know what I was doing with it, but I generally found it very difficult to sell a canvas. Oh, like a big canvas. Yeah. Of, yeah. Or like any kind of canvas, yeah. like a 14 by 18 or whatever general, you know, size you get. It was hard to move a single canvas. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way to do this, you know? And <laughs> right. I'm like the worst mother ever because I keep looking at my son and my son keeps, you know, he's like, oh, well, maybe it'll pay. Maybe it'll pay. I'll be like, buddy, art doesn't pay. Like, <sighs> I, it has 
the world has taught me that it doesn't pay. Mm. People want to pay you an experience. Yes, exposure. Yeah. Oh my God. They don't want to give you cash. And so I'm giving him this verbiage out of my mouth, which I kind of regret because I kind of figured it out. And I took those pieces I would do on canvas and I got myself a digital drawing pad. Oh, nice. And I converted a lot of them. Like I learned how to do Inkscape and I got some Adobe software. I knew Photoshop from, you know, photography and all that, but there's other new types of software out. And I figured out how to convert these things into digital files. And then I was like, wait a minute. I have loved Lisa Frank my entire life. Oh my God. How does she handle her art? Okay. Look at the, she's got folders. (laughs) She's got stickers. Yes. She's got every marketable item. If it's a useful item or even a small dollar frivolous item, it's got her art on it. Yeah. And I was like, why can't I do that? There's no reason why I can't do that. Absolutely. So I started doing that. And that is what's taken off for me. Wow. that So that influenced what you're doing kind of now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lisa Frank. Yeah, Lisa Frank. Everyone remembers Lisa Frank, dude. Yeah. The the, the, the crayon. These are crayons too, right? Were they crayons? Or no? She did. Yeah, she'd like no. art packs. Kind yes. of. What was a because it was Crayola, there was another one, Rose Rose Art. Ro, was it Rose Art? Yeah, okay, I'm thinking about Rose Art. No, okay, yeah, okay, not Lisa Frank, Rose Art, uh, anyways. Yeah, yes, so Lisa Frank does release uh art packs now where it's got like crayons and stuff in it, you yeah. know, and coloring books and whatever. Yeah. But it was just trying to figure out how to market this art that I'm doing and get away from the constant cycle of not selling canvases bring it something smaller something yeah. more like a folder like a, a folder is genius especially back then it's mm-hmm. like it was like a couple dollars and yeah obviously she's mass produced so she yeah. lisa frank was literally probably like nationwide right but um that was that's cool so cool you got influence from that yeah 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 just trying to find a way to make it work you know because i was stuck <sighs> at home the entire pandemic what did i have to do but sit there and start grinding out art Wow, yeah. It's like my stress relief for the day after trying to figure out, you know, how Canvas works. Why isn't this child on their Zoom meeting? You know, why is this absence here? This child was home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that whole thing. Oh, wow. So I'd go downstairs and I'd be like, let me just draw this Winston icon or let me draw this really weird mushroom that's stuck in my head. Wow, so that stuff, that's recent then. Yeah, no way. Like within the last three years is when all this is really starting to roll. Three years? Yeah. That's crazy. So within the gap, were you just doing this? You was working the bookstore and just random other things? Yeah, just working the bookstore, you know, doing wow. my life, trying to keep my family yeah, organized and helped. And No way. So after, wow. So, so what year was that Delirc show? Uh, 2014? Okay. Okay, 2014. 2015, maybe? Okay, and you dabble in the arts after that show in what year? Uh, I would say from 2014 until 2018-ish. And, and then, then I didn't do anything for a gap. little bit. Okay, that's what yeah. I'm going to get to. There's a two-year gap there where you're like, yeah. okay, I'm getting, the canvases aren't going. Yeah. I'm just going to work and um, support my family and all that. Yeah. And then 
you came in like Lisa Frank. Mm-hmm. So, okay, wait, let me let me pivot. Let me yeah. let me change it up a little bit and see what I can do. Yeah. Think okay, now we're kind of in current times. Yep. Awesome. So, and I know that Winston Salem. I guess stickers I've seen at least. Is, mm-hmm. I guess the outline of the cityscape. Yeah. Um. So, what made you do? What made you go that route? What made you, you know, because obviously you live in Winston Salem. I guess at that point in time. Uh, I don't know. There was just something about needing to flex my art in a little bit of a different direction. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at my stuff, there's different processes totally you different processes it. and yeah. it doesn't make any sense and people have said to me they're like why does your stuff look so different I, and i'm just like i don't know i Literally. just sit there and i draw stuff yeah yeah um so i don't know some of it was getting inspired by a video game we played over the pandemic though too oh what game um we got a Nintendo Switch finally. Oh my God! That was the hardest thing. That that system. I want to get one for a second because obviously I was sitting around too. Yeah. Could not find one to no. save my or, or it was way overpriced. Right. I'm not paying one in retail. Right. Yes, I feel that pain. So <laughs> I guess tail end of pandemic, we got ours and we were playing this game and I cannot remember what it was called, but it was this game where you have a color wheel and you're playing the game and it's very greek architecture type art where it's lots of blacks and some whites but then you've got this color wheel and you go through the game and you grab other colors through the game and each color will unlock a certain feature of the puzzle that you're supposed to be beating Mm -hmm. and so we beat that game and i was like that is fantastic the art on this game is amazing yeah and that definitely influenced the art piece that you're talking about where it's like the city outline and then the um the outlines of the buildings in white but then i've got it so that i can color the background whatever color i want exactly and then we took those um building outlines and we translated it to these things for Artomat, so build your own city. Yeah. So I yes. worked with my friend John. John works at Roush Racing during the day. Okay. So he's like big NASCAR. Okay. Yeah. But he dabbles in 3D printing. And I said to him, I was like, I want to do something for Artomat, but I do not want to paint on a block. I want to do something completely different. Yeah. What can we do? And I, we started looking at these... Um, backlit silhouette cutouts that people are doing you know everybody's got a cricket of course the yeah cricket, the, oh scrap so book machine they do layers yeah. of these cricket cutouts and then they can stack them together and they put lighting in in behind and it looks beautiful and i'm like can i do something like this so john and i talked about it for forever and he came up with this base that's lit with leds and a battery pack and then we took my silhouette art and we converted it to cut acrylic pieces. Mm-hmm. We, we started out with 3D printed pieces. And with 3D printing, you get like this ribbing from the, um, the print material. It's not smooth. We weren't huge into that. So John took it to his other friend who got a laser cutter and does acrylic. And he's like, can oh. you cut these silhouettes out? So we got the silhouettes and acrylic and we got these 3D printed bases that light up and so it's a build your own winston salem you get all these individual pieces Yo. you can configure them however you want because all the slots are open-ended you pick what piece goes in what slot yeah 
and you have a light up thing and apparently people have gone nuts for them yo that's wild clark uh whittington who does artomat contacted me the day he stalked them and he's like people are already in here and i'm like and oh. then, <laughs> how'd that feel that was great yeah and then he took so delurk had half the stack in their machines and then he took the other half and he brought them to rinolda museum mm, and yep. that was that was fancy that that's, felt really fancy that's so awesome and i love those machines mm-hmm. i only have seen them in winston so have you seen any anywhere else? He, if you go on the Artomat website, you will find an entire listing of where they have them. Apparently, they're really hot at the Cosmopolitan in Vegas. Really? Yeah. And so my husband's metal shop actually helps work on those and restore Sick. them and make them workable and functional as art dispensers. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. I think mean, the first one I ever saw was in Sika. Yeah. Yeah. Sika has one in there. They and I was do. just like, what? I guess... I guess historically, like cigarettes and stuff like that, used to come yes. out like we used for that. Right. Actually, I've seen one with cigarettes in it way back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think College Hill used to have one. In, one of those old dive bars in Greensboro used to have one for cigarettes. Yeah. But I've never seen one with the art thing. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, Clark's been doing that since I guess the '90s. Is when he came yeah. up with the idea, and then he's just been fleshing it out and promoting it ever since. Oh my god, that's badass. Was that was that one of your first? I guess bigger products that people were yeah so that's the thing that's really been um hot lately yeah they take a lot to make a lot of them like is it put a lot of them out volume um it's a real upside down project financially okay i was wondering (laughs) how much that would cost you yeah Yeah, it was a short run um i'm hoping to figure it out in the future you know but they're going to be larger size and they're going to be priced more accordingly to where i'm not constantly losing money on as these they things. should <laughs> but it was really fun to be able to do that for artemat yeah yeah that's amazing and while we're on the topic because this is always a topic that people always ask me about <laughs> is it hard for you to price your products because obviously a lot of your stuff is you know your hand drawing stuff obviously you have some material costs but like yeah. the value goes into what it actually is yeah so is it hard for you to price it accordingly no, because okay. I've worked retail for so long. Like my <laughs> yeah. first job was retail and I just kind of kept going. Yeah. And I think at this point, I'm like, by the time I left the bookstore, I think I was close to 20 years in retail. God, yeah. That's a lot of years in retail. Yeah. yeah. It, the it's, traditional retail, you mean too? Like, yeah. Talking to customers, like, yeah. Yes, uh-huh. absolutely. At, but at the bookstore, like it was more trying to come up with products that would sell well and boost our sales, and trying to come up with art for these products. And Dude. so it was just a whole thing. And I think that knowledge that I gained there is what really helped me here with this stuff. Exactly. You know, and really all it comes down to because obviously I battle like not charging enough or doing this and that. Comes down to marketing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's what you put in the marketing, get yourself out there, and you find out people who will pay the yeah. price that you want. Yeah. But you gotta find out how to market, which is hard these days because you have, God, you have TikToks, uh, your your Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. You have so much, but it's like you got there's like a science to it. Yeah. <laughs> I know? stick mainly to Instagram. I do have TikTok, but honestly, my TikTok's mainly just me screwing around with filters. Oh. Like there's yeah. there's the what bread are you filter. 
And I tried that one and I messed with it and it came out cornbread. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me. It's like, what? <laughs> you like cornbread? Cornbread. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But um, I figured out that Instagram works the best. I do some paid advertising on Instagram. Do you? Yeah, and okay. I tried to do a lot of collabs on Instagram because it's a social network. It wants you to tag people, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the other part of it is trying to figure out where and how you want to sell these things. Mm. Um, you can, like, I have some of my stuff in stores in Winston because it's mainly Winston-based art right now i've got a little bit that's not winston but the winston side really took off so that's in a lot of local winston stores design archives major toms um i've got stuff in the doggy bakery in winston sick so that's fun um but then also it's picking what pop-ups are good for you right it's yeah. It may be a great pop-up. It might be, you know, a festival that's well-promoted and all that, but you don't make the sales. And I recently had that. Oh, and, wow. Mm. Uh, they seemed so excited to have me, and I was so jazzed and, like, humbled by the things they were writing about me. I was like, you, you guys like, are wow. so good. And then I get there, and it was not my crowd. Interesting. And I was like, oh, I, I don't – that's – not fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's not fair you to don't these really, people. You don't know till you get there. Yeah, you, you really, as are you, really don't know. You yeah. know, you probably have. Hopefully, you have more great moments than bad ones. But it's experience. You yeah, know? and so you know, when I do pop ups, I try to hit different areas of town as well. Mm. I had never done that side of town before. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's more of the, um. The farmhouse decor crowd. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I don't fit in with that. <laughs> yeah, a little necessarily. different. <laughs> I tried. <Yes>. I tried. <laughs> and, but there were a couple girls that walked up from the Haynes factory. Okay. The underwear factory in Winston. Mm-hmm. And they found my Haynes print that I did for the Camel City sketchbook show. Sick. And they were like, oh, we're taking this and we're going to go put it in the design room. And I was like, that was worth it. That it's was like- worth this whole pop-up thank you yep to That's get amazing. in at the factory oh my gosh so, so that was, was like like a collab no okay no gotcha. um i get bored okay. and i research winston-salem history because it's so weird and varied and i find things to do art about and there's other places in winston that do that sort of thing like camel city uh goods has that sort of thing love that place um they they do a fantastic job. Mm-hmm, Their yeah. shirts are amazing. So sick, yeah. The quality, the cotton, I love it. I go there, I shop pretty often. Really? Yeah, but yeah. Um, the type of art I do and the type of art they do runs kind of close together, okay. honestly. But we always have different topics. Yeah, okay. It's so, not a bad thing. No. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's great. There's so much to choose from. But I say you can't, yeah, you have... Yeah, now, being in Winston-Salem, when you're doing the research, I mean, you can go a thousand different mm-hmm. ways. So it keeps you on your toes, and then I'm sure they probably love what you do, and you probably love what they do, and it's mm-hmm. one big happy family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. pretty badass. So what was your first market? Because I've seen you at, is it Metal Mavens? So, yeah, I did Metal Mavens. They had their first market ever at Sika. That was last year. Yep. 
Um, so sick. That was also part of the girls that run Ardmore Art Walk. Also sick. Love yeah. that place. Yeah, I, lo- I went to the first Ardmore Art Walk. I think it was last year. Probably. Maybe it was 20... 20- no, it was... 21? Was it 2020? 2020? It might have been 2020. It might have been 2020, I think, because in that during the winter, or is fall? I feel like it was fall. Because it, it was cooler out, because I remember I got a hot chocolate from one of the carts. Yeah. And I was just like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they've been doing it kind of biannually. Yeah. The next one's coming up November 5th. I'm going to be vending at that one. Badass. Um, but that was really my first pop-up. Was okay. the first Ardmore Art Walk that I did, and I Yum. think it was like their th- second or third Ardmore Art Walk. No way, that was yeah. the first one. Yeah, how was that experience? Hey, Teamsters, I'm Carrie M, and I'm Allison, and this is Podcast Without an Audience. Where two friends pick two topics and find intersections. Or not. We are a psychology and history podcast. And by psychology, my background is actually in social work. So I'll be talking about psychology, history, and sociology. And when I say history, I mean anything from people, places, and things to historical events and tragedies. And then we find intersections between our two topics and try and figure out what connects us all. Mm-hmm. New episodes launch every Thursday. You can find us anywhere you find your podcasts. You can also find us on social media at Pod Without an Odd. We're on both Facebook and Instagram. You can email us at podwithoutanodd at gmail.com or find us on the web at podcastwithoutanaudience.com. Join us each week as we discover what connects us all. And if you support us, blink twice. And if you're out there, keep listening. This is Farron T. Hughes, and you are listening to Free Pizza. That was nuts. It was cool. Like, there was such a good vibe the entire time everybody was amazing everybody was interested in the art you know and you you can't ask for a better crowd than a crowd that's interested in the art whether they like it or they don't like it it, they're interested they're in it and you're just like sweet yeah and when i say winston's art crowd is so supportive i mean even seeing the art walk uh, Middle Mavens, even people come to Sika. Like, I mean, people just so, they come out like crazy. Yeah. So sick. I love the art world there. Um, This is a, that kind of ties into a discussion I had years ago. Yeah. Somebody was like, why is Winston the way Winston is? Because Winston's kind of weirdly unique in the ties that they all have with each other. Like, yeah. it's the biggest small town you've ever been in. Absolutely. And, it kind of boiled down to people theorizing that maybe it was because of the Moravian roots. Like, Possibly, yeah. Moravians are very tight-knit folks. Like, everybody knows everybody else. Yeah. Um, you know, you can show up at a Moravian church. If you're from one Moravian church, you show up at the other one. You are not a stranger. Oh, homies. You know people there. Yeah. And that might be part of it. Possibly. Um, I can see that. You know, and people at Winston, they'll they'll get into tiffs once in a while. You know, certain circles, one person will tick another person off, you know, whatever. But let somebody crawl up out of Greensboro and try to come for that Winston person. Oh, my God. The entire town will turn. This is like, excuse me? <laughs> right. No. You're not talking about my cousin that way. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely not. It's funny, dude. Some people don't hear. I was going to say any names ever. 
just don't get the hype. I was like, dude, Winston is such, and I live in Greensboro, I'm not too far away. Like, I've, people say I actually move to Winston because I'm there all the time. It's just, I can get there in like 20 minutes, so I'm not moving there. Right. But I love going there, and it's such a stark difference between these cities, yep. you know? I mean, you have Trade Street. You have a whole art street. You mm-hmm. know, we have certain pockets of art in Greensboro. Yep. It's getting better, as you know, as we've seen. But I can't. it's hard to really explain the words, but it just feels so different. It's my go-to Winston, to an art show, to Delert, to Sika. It is, it's a whole different feel. Yeah. It's like it's, like it's, it's a little bit more, I don't want to say serious, because we have serious parts of it here, too. But it's just, I don't know. The community is different. I think Arts Greensboro is really thrown in and Super, trying to yeah. organize and uplift the art community Amazing. around here. And they've been um, working with the Arts Council uh, in Winston to for this um, artist support grant Yes, that Oof. they were giving artists over the pandemic because they knew some of us were struggling. Um, real bad. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, you come up with an idea, like a goal you want, and you throw it to the Arts Council folks in Greensboro and Winston and be like, hey, here's what I want to do. Here's how much it costs. And that's basically all you had to do to get this grant. To the grant. Yeah. It was fantastic. They just ended their second round. I saw they ended last week, I think. The third. Yeah, the third. Okay. They actually extended the deadline. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, it's just, there's a new crowd of people in these arts councils and in the arts world, and everybody is tired of the being paid and exposure thing. Bruh. They're tired of people who try to make the world interesting and beautiful, getting the cold shoulder from folks until it serves them. Yep. You know, and they are trying to get artists paid. Yes. Um, There was also this get-together in Winston and virtually recently called Artists Thrive. Okay. And I'm not really sure where exactly they're going with it, but that's because my participation was kind of flaky because I have kids and a husband and a whole other business, you know, so I pop in when I could. But their main goal is teaching artists it's also kind of therapy it's like yes you are worth that amount that you're asking yes people should pay that yes and if you don't know how to price your art here's how to do it mm-hmm. and artists thrive worked with the arts council in winston i'm not sure if they worked with arts greensboro they might have because i remember there was a field trip to come up to greensboro one day wow so they did come up here and did something good i saw it but i don't yeah. remember that's 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 awesome and there's there's and that's it the change with the arts in greensboro has happened it's happening now i see yeah. it we got cva that whole cultural arts center is amazing you've been there before the cultural arts center no definitely next time you get the kids or something like that bring them to the cultural arts center is downtown um next to la Barrel park okay i yes. know where that is the big beautiful yeah. thing yeah so to depending on where you're facing to the right of it, there's a Cafe Europa, and then the CVA is next to that. Okay, cool. Or the Cultural Arts Center, the CVA is in there. But a bunch of galleries, there's an African American interior, the opera's there, there's a bunch of dance studios, there's a huge wow. art center. It's, 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 the arts are here, it's just. So performing arts, though, too. Yeah, it's, it's all of it. Awesome. Of it. Yeah, it's all literally in one building. It's okay. pretty amazing. Arts Greensboro's in there, too. 
Okay. Yeah, cool. it's a, yeah the the cultural arts center. So right. definitely visit sometime. A bunch of free galleries. Yeah, and I need like to come back up here and check yeah. out everything y'all got going on. Yeah, yeah. We there's there's things happening for sure. You know, but you know, it's everything. Everyone has ways to can do better with with the with the, with the area. But anyways, back to you. Yeah. <laughs> so after um, the markets, you had a great turnout at the mm-hmm. art Ardmore Art Walk. Yeah. Middle Mavens was awesome too. Yeah. When did you do more? Because you do a lot of illustrations. And I think I actually bought one of your illustrations that weren't necessarily even Winston themed. When when did the inspiration come from for doing that? Um, just, you have a bunch of different kinds of illustrations and yeah. posters and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, whatever direction the wind's blowing that day, do I feel inspired? If I feel inspired, I might sit down and do something. Maybe I saw... You know, somebody on the history of Forsyth County group in on Facebook, you know, post something about something that used to exist. And yeah. I'm really like, oh, that looks cool. And I'll go on to um, Digital Forsyth because there's a whole backlog of like photographs and stuff on that website. And wow. I'll type it in and look it up because I also have a horribly <laughs> obsessive um, interest in history and genealogy and this sort of thing wow so it's very easy for me to start digging into history and just keep going keep going until i feel like i'm i'm inspired i'm there i'm doing a piece um and sometimes it's just something as ridiculous as a sign there was a sign in old salem when i used to work there i'd walk the campus and i walk old salem endlessly right and I, I kept walking by this sign by the Salem Tavern that basically says George Washington slept here. But it's, you know, a historical placard. So, of course, it's fancy. Yeah. And it's like two paragraphs about George Washington sleeping one night in the Salem Tavern. And I'm just like, this is a lot for a guy that slept here one night. But it's like, hey, he was here, though. Right, right. <laughs> so uh, I drew the tavern out for camel city sketchbook show yeah, yeah and i wrote george washington slept here on the bottom and that was just the art piece because i i can't get over that one placard that makes me so happy that's freaking hilarious it's funny it cracks me up <laughs> yeah yeah that's amazing so you're inspired by everything and i love yeah. the what i love the most is your little shell was it just a sticker I guess it was a gas station. Yeah, so I think I made that a print first okay. of the Shell gas station yeah. on Sprague Street, and then I turned it into a sticker. Okay. So print, then sticker. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that it, it's um, marketing and architecture. You know, everybody used to do that, or not everybody, but a lot of places. Like, I've seen ice cream cone places that are shaped like ice cream cones. Yes, I love that. You know, the old Sinclair gas stations had sculptures. Um, Where I'm from, we have a gigantic miner outside of some old mines. Like, he's 60 feet tall. He's obnoxiously tall. And it's just like, why are we building these gigantic things but also I love them and I want to record them. So this Shell gas station in Winston is, I think, the last one. Oh, my there God. There used to be more of them. 
but people as people do go around tear them down and that's a problem we have as americans is we always want to rip things down we want to rip old things down and build new again so lame and it's not fun (laughs) not at all it's so modern and this straight line and this boring i don't hate that though i think it has a place but i think we also need to quit ripping down all these fun old architectural pieces like we'll turn on pbs at my parents house and we'll just watch all these british shows all these british you know uh real estate shows and they're like and this house was built in 1452 but has a 1752 edition and i'm just like where else in the world are you gonna be able to live in a house that has that much history dude that's so sick that's so cool you're not gonna get it here in america America. maybe in little pockets of random cities in the midwest or some crap like that but yeah you're right i mean it's this and i've talked to artists who were in Europe or stuff like that is mm-hmm. such a different world there. It is. They take art so much and heart and history so much more serious than we do as a country. Yeah. And you see those old buildings or architecture and all that. And a lot of that stuff we took from them to, to here. Like we got our government buildings and mm-hmm. how they're built after like the, you know, Roman and Greeks, just like that. Yeah. Um, there should be more of preservation like that here. Well, you know? We, we do have a obsession with, Romans we and American exactly. culture, don't we? <laughs> exactly. It's so odd. It's not odd, but it's... It's, it's, it's a it's, little weird, yeah, um, considering little... how all that went down. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know why we do that, but we do it. Um, America. <laughs> so, you know, Americans, I think a lot of our artistic heritage really started with the Art Deco stuff. Yeah. And then I think the next thing that really pops out is the pop art of the 60s. Yes. And that's kind of where I come in because I love pop art. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's kind of where I started in high school too. Just an obsessive need to research pop art and you can see that in some of my old old pieces um even into ceramics and stuff you know it's all pop art i love comics you know i hang out at acme here in town yeah i will leave winston to come to acme in greensboro acme good guys over there by the way very good guys yeah like i want to go over there i want to hang with jermaine you know he's my bud yeah um so i'm just i'm very inspired by comics and pop art and that sort of thing which is why my stuff looks so sketchy and that's not everybody's i was wondering where the inspiration came from. yeah because it it looks juvenile yeah i think to a lot of people which is fine yeah i can accept that if you don't like it if you think it doesn't look finished that's cool whatever it's It's not it's not for you yeah it's not for you yeah somebody will get it somebody will think it's funny yeah Uh, I have dick jokes on my stickers. I love that. I think I remember seeing a little bit of that. The, the... Phallus Palace one? Yes. I remember seeing that. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's cool. I love what I love about you saying that is that because you're not pivoting to something mainstream. You're like, no, this is what I do. Yeah. I love this. And I think as an artist, it's, it's kind of hard not to go where the money is. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, but I think it speaks to your character that you're like, no, this is where my inspiration comes from. I'm keeping it like this. Yeah. You know, and... you might not get it. It's fine. But. That kind of makes sure that I get the right kind of clients. Very true. You know, if you don't think this stuff is good and funny, you're not going to like what I do for you. Exactly. And I'm not going to go outside of my comfort zone necessarily to give you what you want 
because I know where I live right now artistically. I know where my skill set is. No. It's here. It may evolve. But for right now, we're right here. Right here. It's okay. <laughs> and you need to like comic kind of art. You like to, need to like pop art and you need to like fart jokes. Because <laughs> there's also fart jokes. And dick jokes. Yeah, and dick jokes. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I my work gosh. in a metal shop. You know, I'm around that type of dude yeah, but all say, day yeah, long. Yeah. But I've also grown up as that person, you know. Right. So right. It, it's... I, I exist at a low rung of society and I'm fine with it. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. I love that you get some inspiration from the comics, the pop art, metal shop. Everything kind of yeah. like goes into your work. And I, and I think that's really amazing. Sooner or later, I'm going to get back to welding and I'm going to do metal Uh-oh. art again. We need that. Vic. Girl welders. That blonde girl, Vic welder. Yep. That blonde welder, Vicky girl. There you go. Dot com. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad my husband was willing to teach me to weld. Yeah, that's sick. That's Honestly. a good skill to have, by the way. It's my brain equates it to hot glue. Oh my Except god. Except what you're doing is heating the materials and trying to get them to kind of flow together, together. a little bit. Yeah. But it's kind of like hot glue. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I have thought about because I have not people know this, but I did IT in school. Everyone's wondering why I'm doing IT. Is I like using my hands and my my brain more. You know, yeah. IT is using your brain, but like being more out in the field. I've thought about welding because yeah. it's, it's an art form. You know what I'm saying? Or art for IT is also an art form too. But welding is a different kind of art form. I yeah. love seeing like I love tangible art. Yeah, and I think that welders are insane. Yeah, with what they do, and also it pays well. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I've thought about going to school for that like one day, like going back and learning that. You should just come up to the metal shop and poke around for the day. Really? I'll be there. That's an invitation? You can come. Okay. Where is this metal? Is it Winston? It's on North Chestnut Street. So if you follow trade basically to Northwest Boulevard, kind of all the way down to the end of trade, quote unquote, because you hit residential after a while. Yes, you do. Yeah. Chestnut Street is right there. There's a auto body shop across from us. The U.S. Postal Service is up the street. The cops are kind of across the other street. Yeah. Um, it's a very industrial part of downtown, but downtown's also spreading. Okay. So. Yes, it is, actually. Yeah. I get hired in Winston all the time, and I've seen it through different stages mm-hmm. over the probably, probably like 10 years. Definitely growing. Did you spreading. see those new apartments at the end of Trade Street going up across is from that Winston near Junction? Yeah, near Wiseman. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I have. That's yeah. gonna be a lot of folks. That's nuts. I mean, I guess for Wake Forest and what's going on there, kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. that's that's crazy. I mean, even near um, God, what street is that? They're big old tall white buildings, not far from Cranky's, which is not far from Trade either. But so. Uh, Fourth Street, Patterson. Yeah, but you're going towards the highway. Those okay, big so, white buildings. These are lofts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even those are just like, oh my God, this is freaking nuts. Well, I'm just kind of waiting for it because there's more of those empty factories oh. um, up Northwest Boulevard. And I keep my eye on those. And I'm just waiting on a developer to snap those up if they haven't already. Yeah. They're probably, it's funny, like, people grab those up years before they start building sometimes. Yeah. Like they've, they've probably already planned for it. Yeah. You they know? just sit on it. Exactly. They wait for the right, maybe the right time or construction or whatever. But yeah. I know, do you, 
you know about Chad's Chai and Winston? Yeah. They, maybe they still do, they used to operate off one of those factories. They used to make the teas there and they bring them in. Now they have a store location, I think, on one of those streets. It's not done yet. We're actually working on oh, that you're, at you're the metal shop. Yeah, yeah. I talked to, I, I did photos for the, because um, it's, um, it's Micah, obviously Chad, mm-hmm. and another person, I guess, who running the whole thing. And they're super nice, which I'm sure you know them too. But, um, I actually don't. You don't? Okay, no. they're, they're all badass. They're, they're just clients right now. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. no personal thing. There. Okay, nah. yeah. Yeah, they, if you do meet them, they're very nice. Okay, cool. Um, but I can't wait for it to be done. I know it's been in the process for a, a little bit, so, yeah. I'm not sure which part we're working on right now. I think we might be working on the bar. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And One I, day. I don't even know the details of that yet. We just met with them this week, so. Awesome. We're okay. in process. Yes, shout out to Chad Anyways, back to Vic. <laughs> we got so many things to talk yeah, about. I know, but I want to talk about this bus thing. Okay, the bus yes, thing. Yes, because that... No, let's back up. Are you taking... Do you take commissions? I do. Because I'm wondering if... So what if someone comes to you with something that's not necessarily like you're not inspired by? Do you pass it along or do you try to do it? I find inspiration in these okay. projects. Honestly, like I've done logos for... Um, the doggy bakery i mentioned helen at the moon bakery i did the logo for twin city suites sick um i've done a logo recently for my friend kelly she has a soap business where she hand makes organic soaps and she told me she's like i want something with like an octopus and i honestly sat on that for a few months just letting it percolate in the back of the old cranium here and all of a sudden i was like i got it and i drew it out and she sent me a picture of the thing earlier and this is going to do nothing for your podcast listeners but sorry guys this is exclusive just for me she got it printed out on a banner you see that little octopus holding the sudsy little bar of soap and his little back scrubber and he's got a shower (laughs) cap yeah this is so awesome yo that's sick that's sick okay as i love even with the commissions you're like you let me sit on it for a little bit yeah nothing to rush yeah and get my process together, we'll, we'll get it together. Right. And came out with something beautiful. I did a commission for um, somebody in Greensboro recently, and I'm kind of waiting on that to pop up. I haven't told anybody I did it. Ooh. I'm just waiting for them to put it to use. Okay, well, after this, you got to tell me what yeah. that is. We'll keep it between us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, I wonder, I didn't know if you, like, if something necessarily meet your specific style. You're like, okay, that's not for me. I'm going to pass it along. But, no, you find inspiration anywhere. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so, yes, the bus thing. So, this is what I thought you did, Muriel. So, okay. tell us about the bus project. And okay. And then we'll go from there. So, when I put in for the bus project, I was kind of terrified because I thought it was going to be a mural. Like, I thought, I'm going to be out here painting this bus stop. <laughs> And I don't really know how it goes, but I used to do window painting for advertising Wow! when I worked for the newspaper back home, right? So it, I've always had a series of part-time jobs doing a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, I kind of remember what I had to do to paint those windows. And I may be a little rusty, but I'm pretty sure I can get it. And here's what I want to paint. And I sent that to the approval committee. And they were like, hey, we like it, but we don't want this thing you submitted. Can we have this other thing that we saw on your Instagram? And I'm like, okay, like, uh, yeah. that's that's fine. We'll figure it out. Um, and it was significantly 
more difficult to me than what I had submitted to them. So I'm like, <laughs> I need to figure out how to paint this thing. It's like, Ooh. And then I get to talking to the guy who does the mural project. Like there was, for some reason, the, um, the request and input area of where you applied to be a bust stop artist did not include the exact process of what they do so i'm over here panicking thinking i'm gonna have to paint something and i've gotten myself in over my own head again and i do that every once in a while quite a bit yeah quite a bit um but i was like all right i'll make it work and then i send them the art and they're like can you split this up into four panels and i'm like okay, I, I can't figure that out. And I find the software that does it for me and I shoot it back. And they're like, great, we'll get this printed and up right away. And I'm like, you're going to get it printed? Um, oh. So the bus art is actually like really fancy clings, really fancy window clings that they get printed up for the artist. It's a minimal effort on the part of the artist, really. Really? Yeah. And then they turn around and they pay you to use your art and it was just like yo the best cha-ching yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is all um kelly bennett in winston organizing this stuff like he is really going to town getting public art in winston and i talked to him about that the other day he was like everybody's really you know upset about this dandelion thing have you heard about the dandelion i haven't heard about this fill me in so they did a request for art they wanted public sculpture art over um 421 okay on the salem parkway overpass i think it's main streets the main street bridge from old salem into downtown mm -hmm. they wanted art metamorphosis put in on it and we didn't get it but somebody else we know got it and the art is dandelions and they had a whole explanation and it's really adorable and you know by the end of it you're like oh i get why a dandelion now yeah but they the government uh the city government just posted a photo with a link to a news story on facebook and you know nobody ever clicks the link of to course, read of course not so there's all these comments of people just going off because it's a dandelion and blah 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 and i said kelly i think honestly people are in shock right now they're not used to the city of arts and innovation doing such uh large-scale art projects mm. because they reacted the same way when we worked with mona king to do her sculpture on fourth street i don't know if you've seen that i don't think i've seen the sculpture it's it's installed you can walk down um it's across from where bull's tavern was oh wow okay yeah I yeah kind of down there by the young cardinal i think okay yeah um so people had a lot of opinions about that too wow um so it's just people on facebook and i think once people in Winston stop feeling so shocked that, you know, art is being bolstered so heavily suddenly, mm. they'll be okay. Yeah. But for right now, I think seeing people do such large scale projects is kind of freaking them out. It's just like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a negative reaction, but I think they'll get used to it. 
Yeah, and I think they'll like the dandelions once they're done. Yeah, that's one of the things. I mean, people don't like change. No. Inevitably, like people, especially people who are, you know, boomers and older people just don't like, like, what is going on in my city? I'm not used to seeing this, you know? Yeah. Like you said, after a while, you'd be like, this is actually really nice. Yeah. You know, it happens everywhere. It does. <laughs> Over the probably decades, thousands of years, people just don't like change, you know? Mm-hmm. And here we are. Um, so, yeah, I got to make sure, keep an eye out for that next time I went just to see where the statues are going oh, so fast. Yeah. Um, you can just Google it, honestly. Well, I want to see that person, Vicky. Yeah. I want to see drive. I, I, I come there tomorrow, actually. Yeah. <laughs> for some headshots. So, okay. I'm cool. look out for it. All right. That's sick. That'd be good. Yes. So, do you ever want to do a mural? I I think I want to do a mural with somebody else. Okay, you want to do it. Okay. I think that I personally get intimidated by the size of things. You know, like I would I would be obsessive about the details and making sure everything felt exactly where it should. Yeah. Because if any of the lines go kitty wampus, it's going to drive me nuts. Fair. So it's Fair. one of those things where I want to work with somebody more experienced until I get my sea legs. That makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Do you, <laughs> what, what, do you have any big plans for the future? Any more pop? Are you doing more pop-ups? Yep. Um, Submissions are open. And... I've got the Full Moon Festival, which is now the Ghoul Moon Festival okay. at uh, West Salem Art Hotel on October 29th. <sighs> you told me about that. We, has head, we did headshots earlier and she told me about that. Yep. So jealous. Yeah. It should be good. Um, they're going to let the kids come through and trick-or-treat at the vendor booths oh, yeah. and stuff. It's going to be adorable. So cool. And then um, our more Art Walk on the 5th. Yes. And then I think nothing for a month. And then I do Camel City Craft Fair over at um, Incendiary. No, it's not Incendiary. Why is it? it? Incendiary? Foothills. Foothills. Foothills Brewing. The brewing. <laughs> on the outskirts of town, out by Jonestown. Foothills is sick. Yeah. All those breweries are sick. Yeah. Yeah, good times. They're all good, and we have so many good breweries. I get a little lost in Actually, yeah, y'all do. Actually, yeah. I was at a good show. I was photographing a friend at uh, Wiseman. He had a show out there, and it was like, I've been there before, but it's just yeah. like, it's near Ramcat and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, this this is a cool area. Yeah. Like that whole section is really tight. Yeah. My friend's um, audio video store is in the Winston Junction market there. And yeah. that is slick. And he's got all kinds of good artists in there as well. Love that. So. Yo. Winston Salem. You know. We're trying to be on the map. Absolutely. Y'all on the map. Yo, obviously growing. Greece was growing. The whole triad's getting there. Have you, have you seen High Point lately? Uh, yeah, I noticed they're doing a little bit with supporting the arts. Yo. So is city council finally letting people into those buildings downtown that they blocked for so long? Oh my God, for furniture market. Oh boy. Jesus, I can go on for hours and days about this, but I don't know about that. I know there was an art council that was happening, I think around the pandemic, that local young people were getting together trying yeah. to make changes. And there's actually, uh, it's called Gallery on Main. There's an art okay. gallery on Main Street near showroom near showrooms that's ran by a woman named Sabrina, um, Black Owned Gallery. Okay, cool. And I went for the first time, 2021, I think, had a show that, that there was an opening there, and it was fantastic. I grew up at High Point, so I was just like, I can't believe this is even happening. Yeah. 
Um, so well, it was su- it was such a struggle for so long to get anything that happened. I was kind of stunned that Pennypath Cafe was ever allowed to come up. Yes, that was like the first thing in downtown crepes that I ever went to. Yeah, for anything. Yeah, absolutely. I knew the the I think the owners are my friend's parents because um, they had the crepes, right? Who's your friend? Um, you know Mira. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Her, I think her parents. Her dad is Miro, and her mom is Sylvia. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic the crepes are, people. The crepes are freaking phenomenal. Yep. Um, but there's that. There's other coffee shops going up. But now in the Rocky Stadium, there is a food hall. Oh. Next time, you, next time you're free, drive down Main Street and next to Rocky Stadium. Yeah. And look at the food hall there. Okay. I was blown away. Hmm. I did headshots there of an old high school friend. He was like, "Hey, come to the food hall." I'm like, "What food hall is in High Point?" Yeah. And it's near the stadium and it blew me away. <laughs> so next time you next time you have some free time, go down there and just ride through there. Yeah, I actually got invited up to do the uh High Point Holiday Festival, you know that big HPU thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had On emailed campus, them right? back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. emailed them back and I was like, Are you guys sure? Like literally half of my stuff or seventy percent of my stuff really is <laughs> Winston. <laughs> I have nothing for a high point. And I was like, can we shoot for 2023 and I'll try to make some art for you? Yo, that's hilarious. I'm trying to think of a cityscape of high point that you could do. I don't know. I mean. I don't know. You know, there's the world's biggest dresser there with is the a dresser? giant socks. You could do something like that real quick. Could do something real like quick. that. Real <laughs> quick. I could figure it out. You know, yeah. I could dig. Um, yeah. But if, if you do do it. That'd be great if you did that. But yeah, drive through there and just look at the changes. I was literally, my jaw dropped. Well, that's great. I'm so glad that they, you know, have gotten that far. Yeah, I think that people go to HP is a huge deal now. I think they probably were like, students were there, like, we need things to do here. Like, we hate just driving to Greensboro all the time or driving to Winston. Right. Because there's... There's really not much to do at High Point. Not no. when I left, at least. No, there wasn't. Yeah, there's there's nothing. So, good for High Point. You know, I, I think that's great. I'm trying to think of what I used to do in High Point. We and, used to drink. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And smoke weed. Yeah. And drive up and down, blasting music down North Main Street. Yeah. Because <laughs> what else are you going to do? There was literally nothing, unless it was market, and then you could wander into some of the market shops yes. on occasion. And the parties. If you could get in. I never got into a party. I worked, I worked market two years, and there are the parties there are crazy. Like, Earth, Wind, and Fire played there once. What? They get insane acts <laughs> during market. It was only during market, though. Other than that, it's a dead zone. Did you go see Patti LaBelle when she was in town? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. I didn't. I didn't. Did you go see? No, but um, I saw that she was coming. I think I was busy that weekend. That I was couldn't that, go, but... That was at Tanger. Was that Hot Point? No, it's not Tanger. It's, um... It's at Oak Hollow Park. It's the John oh. Coltrane Jazz Festival. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're Actually, right. that's another thing. John Coltrane. Yep. Super sick. I used to do the jazz festival or jazz camp every summer in middle cool. school. Yeah. I wow. did jazz band. You played a thing? I played xylophone. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, no one knows I that. like that. Yeah, yeah. It was in percussion. So that was super sick. Oh, man. John Coltrane did have roots at high point. Which gotta, is super random. I gotta bring you to my husband's church and show you their xylophone, which stands unoccupied in a corner of the choir loft. Like I want somebody to pull it out and use it. I'm definitely rusty, but I would definitely do that for your entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Vicky, dude, this is amazing. So amazing. And you're taking commissions. 
Yep. So you you can we can email you. People can check my style out thatblondegirlvicky.com or on Instagram yeah. thatblondegirlvicky. Literally the same across all the platforms that I care to exist on. Yes. And if they like it, they can just drop me an email, DM me, whatever. Make it happen. Please support Vicky. Amazing person. You're doing a lot of things. <laughs> Looking through your side, it's like, I don't know how you're functioning with the family and metal shop and all that, but you're making it work. Yeah. And that's all we have to do. As artists, we have to make it work. Yeah. Because we got a lot of things to do. Exactly. <laughs> um, but please support Vicky. So good talking to you on this show. Thank you for coming. Thank by you the way. for having me. And getting headshots done. I appreciate you. Yeah. Seriously. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have you back to you in a couple of days. Venmo you. Yes. I need my money. Nah, exposure, Vicky. No, I would never. I would never. I would never curse I would you like never, that. Yeah, I would be very surprised if you did that. People try me though. People try me. People oh, saw that. No. People saw that deal. It was like, oh, I was like, dude, this is a good deal. Yeah. Like, I don't care what anyone says. Like, this is this is a good deal that I have going on. So, right. You know, it is what it is. But thank you again, amazing. Please support Vicky. Um, November fifth, Art Walk, twenty ninth, uh Salem Art Hotel. Make sure this goes up before those events. Okay, cool. Cool in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, guys. We're out of here. Thank you for listening. Um, I'll put all the links to all the Vicky stuff in the description. Um, so much to buy. So many goodies on the site, too. So learn about Vicky. If you have any more questions, send Vicky a email or a DM or whatever she wants whatever. to. Whatever. Um, we're out of here. Later. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, soundcloud just go on the google app store go on everywhere check us out on instagram facebook myspace live journal twitter we tweet we'll do smokes niggles whatever y'all need thank y'all so much have a good night